and welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 191. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man who has saved the day today, because there was almost a show by myself. I won't even say his nickname, Crash, how are you? Oh, man, thank you for that. That's uh, the best intro you've given me. No! <laughs> you had to ruin it? I'm sorry. Oh, I had to. Man. I had to. How are you, Crash? I'm doing good. Doing good. Oh my god, my life has not been more stressful. No, that's a lie. But moving is so stressful, dude. It is so stressful. I've officially moved. We are officially in a different room today. And I put a blue screen up because I haven't got a good background. You might hear a dog bark. You might hear my mum shout Bella. You might hear a lot of stuff. Will I edit it out? I'll try my best. But if I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But my Xbox and me is still here, our weekly Xbox podcast. Remember, if you want the show early, head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. One early this week, was it? It was super late, because this is Sunday, and we usually record, we usually get out on a Friday. I apologize. Again, moving is hard. Uh, you can find us on all podcast services, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all that. And remember to hit the subscribe button, or hit the follow button to our Twitch and YouTube channels, youtube.com slash mcfixer, and twitch.tv slash Kreshnik. That's it. That's yeah, it. There you go. I got it right. I got it right. <laughs> Always uh, tempted to add the place. I mean, you know, it's hard. Hard. Branding's easy when you do it right. MC Fixer. MC Fixer. MC Fixer. MC Fixer. Crashnik plays. Crashnik. Crash. Who are you? Sir? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, never mind. I was gonna say, where am I, Crash? Oh, branding's easy. Is that right, XOB Fixer? Oh my. Apart from Xbox, is different. Yeah, that's different. It's different. That's totally different. Who, no. Nobody. That's that's not. <laughs> no, part where of am my... I known as Crash? Uh, your name is Crash. We call you Crash. I call you Fixer. So what's the MC about? <sighs> that's SEO, baby. SEO, SEO. <laughs> uh, we've got two Patreon producers this month. Uh, your boy Mike Lynch. No ad, but just Mike supporting the show as per usual. Thank you very much for the support, Mike, and your boy Super Killer. Funny, it didn't hit me with a new one, so I'm just going to read the same one. Which is, if you want to watch a stream where basically nothing happens, and maybe it's not even a stream, and maybe you just wanted to play some games, but couldn't uh, decide, just like our Patreon producer, SuperKillerBunny. Check them out at twitch.tv slash SuperKillerBunny on uh, one of the days of the week, most weeks, 60% of the time, he's live 30% of the time. There you go. The most convoluted and confusing way of saying Go support Super Killer Bunny. But thank you for the support. Uh, appreciate you, Bunny. Appreciate you. Crash, this bullshit in the front, because there's not that much news. I've I've went dark, obviously. And yeah. um you've you've taken over the mantle and uh you're you're streaming football manager, which you'd say, fixer, you can't talk about football manager because it's not an Xbox game. Motherfuckers, it's an Xbox Game Pass. We can talk yeah. about it. As much I as I wouldn't be playing if it wasn't on Game Pass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What why are you playing Football Manager? We'll get into what's in our box in a second, obviously, after the topic of the show, but what what brought this upon you? I just kept saying I'd play it, and then it was like the one dollar upgrade for the PC version mm-hmm. of uh, Game Pass. I was like, I'll do it. Football manager's on there, I can make a stream of it. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh sort of how you all that really it? happened. Or not liking it. It's better than I thought it would be. I told you. It's, it's I understand why people play it. Got it's it a on. very good um, podcast game or like I have like some spare time in the yep. beginning of my day or whatever. Mm-hmm. At the end of my night, it's a very relaxed, chilled game. And that sort of, uh, that's sort of where it is for me right now. Yeah. It's fun. I stream, I've streamed it twice now. Yeah. 
three to four hours each time. That's not bad. So, yeah. Bad. So I'm enjoying Anyone it. Anyone being a it's... dick? Anyone coming in being a dick? Or is it been all right? No, everybody's just nice, bro. <laughs> it's weird. I told you. It's weird, it is isn't it? so <laughs> weird. No, even the people who are normally in there, like, that, you know, they'll troll a bit. Of like, course. they're not trolling. They're not trolling, man. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Very, very weird. I mean, I've had a weird week. I just, I don't really know what to do with myself. Like, this week is like, sort of been like a vacation week where i've like done as much as we've been moving but i've not done anything like literally um i played some games which we'll talk about in a little bit but work wise i haven't done anything i did like some overlay stuff and i'm like trying to get like other bits done like the bits that you never have time to get done i'm trying to get done but it's just super weird it's super super weird the internet just got put in yesterday in in this place where i'm at now recording which is my sister's bedroom for those who don't know i will show if you follow me on twitch i will show you the bedroom at some point um we've got a dog now which will have doggo cam because she comes up here and sleeps next to me so yeah it's a it's big it's a big change but weird but obviously most people know that i said i'm taking the whole of july off streaming i still plan to um i am struggling though i'm sure str- i miss it i miss it so much where i, I I didn't realize how much, how big of a part of my life it is. Like, even if I wasn't doing this for a job, I'd still stream, which is interesting. Because I always thought, oh, well, if it weren't a job, maybe I'd just go back to playing games casually and I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that sort of thing. No, I miss streaming. Yeah. I think if it's not a job, you don't look at the numbers as much. Which is hard. And you could play more casual games on stream. Yeah. Right? Um, Yeah, I get you. I get it. It's a hard one. Yeah. It is a hard it one. Is a, it's a very tricky one. Yeah. But let's get into the topic of the show this week. And uh, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony uh, contest Trump administration trade traffics. Tariffs. Sorry. Tariffs. Yeah. Uh, earlier uh, last week, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all petitioned uh, the US gov- uh, government to reconsider their stance on tariffs placed on goods imported from China to the US. The trio of video game and console developers issued a joint statement responding to the US trade uh, representati- representatives' request uh, for public comments regarding the implement of tariffs, saying, quote, we respect uh we respectfully request the administration to remove i think it's HTSUS uh subheading of 9504.50.00 covering video game consoles from the final list of tariffs and thus refraining from applying tariffs on these products um obviously this isn't something that really affects me cuz i'm not in america but i'm sure it would have a knock on effect um, across the rest of the world which is why you always we, for some reason if something happens to america it happens to all of us we all get yeah. fucked and that's why i think all of us have sort of come together don't get political but come together with like this trump stuff we're like oh man this is not good because it really <laughs> does affect the rest of the world right um obviously this is a big one uh but it's really the reason i wanted to talk about it mainly was obviously it's big news and there's something to talk about but the main thing was the fact that nintendo sony and microsoft have all come together for something that's a big deal and it's something that phil spencer spoke about a lot really which is like play anywhere and stuff like that it's just even more so of that which is like this is gonna f all of us we need to come together forget the stupid war we can all make money and everyone can be happy and this just yeah. is more so of that i feel like yeah i agree um this is i honestly like 
I knew the tariff was happening, and I didn't think about how it would affect gaming until this happened. Because if you think about it, like, oh, I buy my console in America, it doesn't really matter. I'm not yeah. getting it imported from China. But like, when they make the console, there's Where's... a lot of small pieces. <laughs> Where's it coming from? China. Well, exactly. Uh, the tariff is being uh, postponed uh, by the. Uh, proposed, sorry, by the Trump administration as part of the wild, uh, wider economic standoff between the United States and China, and would include a 25% on video game consoles, controllers, arcade machines, and even board games. 25% increase. So imagine people yeah. that bitched about the PlayStation when it was $600 that time. It could get way worse. The future is yeah. bleak if this happens. For game People consoles. who expected uh, expensive consoles next gen, you guys might be right, <laughs> and it might not have to, anything to do with like Microsoft or something. It's just like how they got to do things. It's just that's the way the world works, right? It's one of those things where it's, if if they have to pay twenty five percent increase, it means that that's going to come down to the end user. It's going to come down to people like me and you because they still have to make a profit. That's business. So yeah. we've always spoke about how oh uh, games are going to go up in price at some point, yada yada. yada. Maybe it won't be because of devs or greedy publishers or anything like that. It would strictly be because of government, which is yeah. strange to think. You think you think the the fact that the three big heads have come together will change anything? No, I don't think Trump cares about them. <laughs> like, if I'm being completely honest, like, yeah. um, I was watching a podcast that made a really interesting point about Trump. Trump like celebrities, and I don't think either of them are any of them are considered tra- celebrities. So I don't. Miyamoto. He's a celebrity to us. You're right. Maybe. Maybe. Miyamoto, can you know. please talk to Trump? You just don't know. Phil uh, Spencer turns yeah. up. He's like, yo, we're going to put you in the new Halo. Like, don't tell oh, him that he's the M boss. You know what? There you go. You know. He doesn't have to be an emboss, an Easter egg, a little orange man nah, walking nah, around. Nah, 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 nah. He, you got. If you're gonna grease the wheels, you got to grease the wheels properly. All right. Okay. Do it okay. properly. If you're gonna the do whole game revolves around him. It's a right. Trump game. It's Halo Trump, and right. it's not the f- way we're thinking like we're Trump in the world. No, it's it's literally just Master Chief. Katana becomes Trump, and it's Trump talking to Master Chief through the whole game. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I I could see this. Halo would definitely. It would fit. It would It'd get fit. a lot of eyes on it for sure. I, mean, it might I don't, I don't know if it'd be any good, it but it'd get eyes. It has done. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but all in all, this is a good thing that they're coming together. We'll keep you updated on the news on what's going on here. Again, doesn't affect Europe for once. Brexit fucks us already. This doesn't fuck us. Hopefully, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Chris, what's been in your box this week, dude? What you been playing? Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. How is it? It's very good. It's really, really good. Um, probably from what I've played so far, somewhere in my top five game of the year. How many games you beat this year? Mm, I can't remember. Six. <laughs> Look, are we considering all the games I beat that came out this year? You can't. I beat a few games that came out can't. before this year. Look, game of the year. Wait till this. Wait till year. we make a list, and it's all gonna be games from last year. <laughs> You're gonna put a snow by mic on me. I'm like, yo, Crash, what's your game of the year? Like, PUBG. It's like, that came out last year. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I finally I got around to play it on the free, free weekend. weekend. It was Top it was five, banging. yeah. It was I played banging. it only that free weekend, nothing more, but it really stuck with me, bro. <laughs> um, but you're liking Bloodstained. Yes, it's uh, it's really good. Um, It's basically like Symphony of Night, and yeah. 
I always forget the name of the other Castlevania games. They came out on the Game Boy Advanced, uh, and they had some on the 3DS. I don't remember. I always say Circle of the Moon, but I'm pretty sure it's not that. Gaia. I think that's a Castlevania game, but it's not the one I'm talking not about. Even on that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where you basically kill monsters and you can get powers from them and whatnot and item drops. It's very RPG. Um, it's good. It has a lot of tiny Easter eggs that are funny. Um, so not funny, but you know, entertaining. Uh, just the gameplay, the exploration, the Metrovania style of it. Uh, the boss designs are cool. Um, the art style is so much better than what they had shown because I've been backing this game since uh, it was first announced on Kickstarter. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've sort of been sticking with it as it's progressed, and yeah. the art style they had for a very long time that they changed up. Um, they showed us the change because obviously they've had it changed for a while. Yeah. Uh, like a week or two before the game came out, or however it might have been a month or something. Yeah. Uh, it looks so much better than it was. I was really worried. Uh, they had a demo. It was a little floaty. It's a lot better than that. Um, it's on the switch everything's a positive a kickstarter game that comes out works. Yeah. the only big thing obviously was that it got exclusive to the epic store right is that was that this one um no it i might think not it's, i'm pretty sure one. it's on steam so i think it's on steam well everything was good the yeah. only thing is like they had kickstarter rewards that they that they're selling as dlc it's the only thing i've seen people complaining about is that people are like oh i backed on kickstarter to get these rewards and now people are getting them free uh okay. well not for free you have to pay for them but it's like those should be exclusive to me oh no f that i don't agree with that i statement. agree i agree like i get where why they're coming from but I don't why would you limit it i get i get where it's like well i upped my kickstarter to make this game happen but you should be proud of the fact that mate i've never kickstarted anything in my life so could be talking out my ass here but i would be proud of the fact that something happened yeah i, I i'm I just glad that. that the the game i wanted to come out came out and it's good yeah. that's like all all i can hope for that's that, all i wanted yeah. it helps it definitely yeah. helps uh, anything else you've been playing other than football manager um, obviously uh, the best no, game that's about it you, you all you've got to do is get through a whole season crash on football manager you completed it i'll allow it really okay all right well that that's sad. gonna be added to my last that's gonna be added to my list Nice. Oh, that sweet. Means. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I've been playing. I played a couple of things, obviously, because I've been sort of chilling. I uh, played a lot of FIFA. Played a lot of Madden. Played. I went and bought uh, NBA. And Ooh. um, I mean, I always try and buy the NBA games because I like the story of them. Usually, I l- I like. Uh, look, I'm an overweight, fat black dude with no athletic abilities, but I like sports. So if you can put me in a game and I, I named the character Corey Spearman and I'm like, yo, this is me. I get You're to react. I, I'm always for it. Always. Um, God. The story for this one was okay. Again, it's weird because I don't know. I don't know if I'm still in the story or not because so the prelude came out and I played that before the game come out. Then I played through another part and it still said the prelude. Then I got to the campaign part, and I'm like, it's just like a normal season with like some extra, the coach will come and talk to you, and you've got your social media following, and you're sort of building that up. But it's a long game. Basketball's a lot. I didn't realize how many games there are in basketball. Like, it's a lot of games. So you're building up your character and stuff like that. All in all, I'm enjoying it. Um, And we'll talk about NBA again in a little bit with the ad stuff. Um which I will talk about. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's something different to FIFA when in the sports world and Madden. And I'm like, okay, they they are the best. I played um, EA's um, 
what's in life, uh, life. live yeah. um, as well. And I was like, oh yeah, two K still shits all over it, like by yeah. a mile. So and people have been yeah. getting less, less and less like hype for two K as yeah. it's come out over the years. Yeah, they're like gameplay is getting kind of stale, Same. whatever. A I bunch mean, of so hard. How do it's it's basketball. You can't it's, make it better than what it is. Is the issue? I, I think. think that's the the thing with with feet like FIFA's. Maybe it's because I understand FIFA and I understand football that I'm like this should change and this should change and this should change. Where Madden and uh, and uh, NBA, I'm like I don't really I understand the rules of the sports, but I don't know like I don't know all the players. I know the famous players like Tom Brady right. stuff like that. But so when I play, I'm like this is brilliant. I throw the ball yeah. and I got the ball. Yeah. Or I I threw the ball and I alley oops yeah like so to me it's like oh it works boom where I'm sure if you're a, if you're an NBA fan the way I like football you can see all the little things that are wrong with the game I can't see it because I just enjoy it but yeah um, I played that I played uh, Life is Strange season two episode one Ooh, how'd you like that yeah no spoilers uh, I enjoyed it it wasn't. It was good, and it had some decent moments, but it didn't. I didn't play season one. I watched Haley play season one, and I don't know if that has changed my opinion. Like season one to me was phenomenal. Like watching, but I don't know if it was because I was getting to watch my fiance, who's not playing games all the time, watching her playing and like the impact it was having and stuff like that. I don't know if that's why I'm a little bit um, biased towards it. Is I think that'd be the fair thing to say, biased. Um, but. Season, this season is cool. You've got your two, you've got your two brothers, and I don't want to go into two. It's so hard to talk about this type of games because it's all everything you say is a spoiler. Um, I enjoy it. I want. I'm going to play episode two, which is already on Game Pass, and I think episode three is on Game Pass too. I enjoy it. I'm going to stick with it because I want to see how the story plays out. But it's not. I don't think it's not anywhere near as powerful as season one, personally. Mm. In your defense, I have heard that. I, I haven't played one or two, so I can't really speak on it, yeah. but I have heard people who speak about two say that it's not as good as one. Yeah, I it think... It isn't of the same quality, story-wise. Yeah, I think the, the 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 great thing about season one was, and again, I only watched someone play it, but it did a great... It seemed like it did a great job of putting you in the shoes of these characters, and you really felt for certain moments that that would happen with, with season with episode one season two there are moments and i'm like oh this this is cool and i like where the story is going and i understand the being a big brother and getting to play at that dynamic and there's there are a couple of moments where you're like oh damn and you have to make a serious decision and like you're teaching this kid a life lesson but i've done all that with clementine and that's the only problem where when you're teaching a kid life lessons, it's like, oh, I've done this and I've done it better. With season one and season two of Walking Dead, nothing can touch that for me of being God, an adult dude. teaching a kid how to get on in this world. And that's this This is a little bit more of that, which, again, I don't hate, but I'm still early on. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be sure God. to report back next week, which should be cool. Should be cool. Mm-hmm. Other than that, that's it, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Final Fantasy VII, but... Again, have you been getting on in that? I've only, I've literally scratched the surface. I've took my switch to the new house, um, so and the old house. The reason I've not been playing much is because, like, literally, I've had nothing. I didn't have a TV. I didn't have internet. I was just sort of like, huh, what should I do? So I've been watching a bunch of YouTube videos. So, yeah, hmm. but I, I got to play okay. those two games before all the stuff moved. So, yeah. Let's get into the news this week, Crash. Not much of it, so it won't be too long. But Microsoft is focusing on one next-gen console 
not two. The reports over the course of the last year indicated that Microsoft was working on two next-gen consoles uh, in a new interview uh, and rumours suggesting there are new interviews um, and rumours suggesting the company has decided to make its next console codenamed Project Scarlet a single device. In an interview with Business Insider, Xbox head uh, Phil Spencer responded to a question about him referring to the next generation of Xbox as multiple consoles during E3 2018, saying, last year we said consoles and we shipped a console. Now, and now, uh, sorry, and we've now detailed another console. I think that's plural. The console uh, Microsoft released within the last year was the Xbox One uh, S all-in di- digital edition, which is really just a significantly less expensive, definitely not significantly, le- this is from IGN, by the way, definitely not a significant, don't make me say bad words, I should have read this first. You're lucky I'm in a rush. Not significant, I'm interjecting there. Uh, Xbox One without a dish tray, as you all know. How do you feel about this? I'm I'm so happy about it personally. Um, I thought two consoles would be mixing mixing and mixing the message, and especially yeah. with XCloud being out there and stuff like that. It's like focus on one, focus on one, and you're going to give us another one with a redesign, like you always do. And then maybe now we've got to that point where it's a more powerful one, yay! Yeah, but stick to one console. Yeah, I don't think we need two on release. I don't has. A game company ever done two on release? Xbox no. did with the 360. If you, with what the way they were talking about it, because they did they did the arcade edition of the 360, which just came with a memory card, so it didn't have a hard drive, so, right? And then so you couldn't you couldn't install games and stuff like right. that. Um, and then they did the elite. No, they did a normal edition, um, which came with a 20 gig hard drive, which is so crazy to think that. And the Xbox came with a 20 gig hard drive and 360. That was a big mad. back then, bro. Yeah, man. That was a uh, lot of stories. Like, oh my God, 20 gigs. What am I going to do with crazy. all this? Um, and then they did an in, a upgrade, which was 120 gig, which was the Elite. Um, okay. But they were the, talking about launching at the same time. An arcade edition and a normal 360 edition came out at the same time. So, yeah. I'm not sure about anybody else. Sony's not done it. No. Um, no. Nintendo hasn't that I can think Don't of. Think so. Okay. It could be wrong. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think this is good news. I don't think uh, them spreading their focus and sort of trying to sell two separate products at the same time really works. Now it's just one. It's all more powerful. And then if you don't want to get this, you can stream your games on the Xbox you already have. Exactly. Good. Yeah. I just think it comes down to Mindshare. Again, they they need they must have learned from the first time the the, the Xbox One which I've got I, I've got a fat one sitting in front of me a VCR um, and they must have learned from that where it's like we do not want to muddle the messaging on a console don't do it just don't do it because it's only gonna be pain for us we've been there before we don't need to be there again I don't know I don't know yeah no I agree but we'll see. Uh, next up, Xbox boss Phil Spencer in the news again uh, on giving studios more time for game quality. Uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer has uh, commented on giving developers within Xbox game studios more development time to ensure games are made at a high 
quality. In an interview with Kotaku, Vince, uh, Vince, Jesus, uh, Spencer was asked why 2019 will be the first year in nearly a decade that Microsoft won't release a Forza game, to which he responded, uh, quote, one of the nice things I loved about the E3 2019 Xbox briefing was the thing that we didn't show was the things we didn't show. I think about the 14 first-party games, 12 are shipping in the next year. Um, we are really able to focus on what's coming now, which I think is awesome. And then I think about the studios, uh, Studios, where was the initiative? Where was Turn 10? Where was Playground's second team? Uh, Long-rumoured... Uh, where was Playground's second team? Forget that. Uh, it was nice, and this hasn't always been the case for our first-party lineup, where we've had the ability to not show everything all of the time. In the case of Forza, I want the team to just... Uh, I want the team, just like we did with 343 Industries, we gave them time, we did it. That's four Halos in four years. Giving them an opportunity to really think, uh, I want to be able to give them the same time to go through their plans. Obviously, this is what we talk about so much, Crash, but it's nice to hear it from the horse's mouth. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't think we need another Forza this year, if I'm being completely honest. Well, yeah, that's the, the thing that I think most people were wondering was the fact of we've always had one. Every single year, bar none, we've always had a Forza game. And it's interesting to see them to take a different approach and give them more time. Again, if it means a better game, if it means they, the game team just wasn't ready, perfect. But I think it's interesting the way Phil's speaking here, which is we've got other games now. Once upon a time, right. we had to rush Halo... Gears, Forza, and a Fable, right? Because we had nothing I mean, else. Now we have fourteen first-party studios with games that we can be able to go. Okay, you're not going to hit that. It's not a problem. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I, a hundred percent, because, what's it called? Um, they didn't need to. They don't need to put out a Forza game anymore every year. No. They can focus on all these other games, and maybe a smaller game gets a little bit more focus. Sorry about the technical issues. Uh, Crash's internet has died on us, unfortunately. So I am going to finish out the rest of my Xbox and me. Here we go, guys. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 install size is twice as big as The Witcher 3. The disk space needed for Cyberpunk 2077 has been revealed by Game Pressure, which they confirmed after pre-ordering the game from the PlayStation Store. The PlayStation version uh, will reportedly need to be at least 80 gigabytes of space which is more than twice the size of the witcher 3 install and 13 gigabytes than the largest game which on playstation is currently days gone so i mean it's pretty obvious it's going to be exactly the same on the xbox it's very very rarely do you find um that games are extremely different across platforms uh, except for pc of course because of bigger texture packs and stuff like that um interesting 80 gigabytes still i remember i think gta might be the biggest game on my xbox so far which is interesting again it's one of those games i just keep on my xbox i keep it there because some there's gonna be a day that i want to play gta there's gonna be a day moving on swiftly dead space creators uh Create, sorry, Dead Space creators new studio to develop PUBG narrative experience. 
Glenn Schofield, I believe, the former vice president and general manager of Sledgehammer Games and Visceral Games, who was an instrument in creating instrumental, sorry, in creating Dead Space and co-director on multiple Call of Duty games, has been named the head of Striking Distance Studios by PUBG. PUBG Corporation announced the news today that Schofield will be building a world-class development team from the group from the ground up to help this new narrative experience within the PUBG universe. This new studio will be located in San Rockman, CA. Uh, quote, this is from uh, Schofield. Throughout my career, I've had a lot of opportunities to make some remarkable games that tell incredible stories, and each of them have has meant something special to me, says Schofield. But now, those uh, learning... Uh, will help me build a triple-A uh, team that can explore a new design and concept at striking distance. Super weird. Super weird. I, I don't really understand why this is happening, honestly. Like, when I think PUBG, I don't think world-building. When I think PUBG, I don't think... Single player, when I think PUBG, I don't think universe. When I think PUBG, I don't think any of those things. PUBG to me is a battle royale. And don't get me wrong, not every game needs to stay in its lane and stay in its genre. But PUBG still doesn't work very good on Xbox. So I'd never trust them with a a AAA single player experience. And is that really what people want from the brand? Again, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Um, we will soon, soon, soon find out. Uh, last story of the week, NBA 2K19 community angered by seemingly unskippable ads. NBA 2K19 players are complaining that unskippable, unskippable ads are servicing in the basketball sim game across multiple platforms. In a uh, Reddit thread created Saturday, Reddit user... Um, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name, posted a screenshot of a loading screen from NBA 2K, along with the caption reading, unskippable ads in a $60 game. Expen uh, expensive, or whatever it says. I've been playing a ton of NBA 2K19, as I said at the top of the show. Really enjoying it, think it's a great game. I'm playing the career mode, and I've played uh, the My Park mode as well. Um, I have not experienced any of any of these unskippable ads and to be honest with you um this is obviously not a good thing this is not something we want in AAA games not something we want in 60 dollars games um so i'm not saying that but the thing i want to talk about a little bit is the youtubers that post about this and have never even played the game like it really annoys me it really annoys me when youtubers go out there and spread false information not saying this is false but they've not done the checks they've not gone and checked it themselves they've just said they've seen the headline and like oh we've got a thumbnail let's do this that's not what this is about that's not what this is about this is not that's not what i think we should be focused on we should care about our games and we should care about this industry and i think if you are a youtuber that does this you're wrong. Do the work. Go and buy the goddamn game and make sure there are unskippable ads in the goddamn game before you report on it on your YouTube channel. I'm just saying. I saw so many. It's ridiculous. So many. And I'm like, you've not even played the goddamn game. In some of their videos, they even say they've not even played the game. So how do you know it's true if you've just seen a Reddit post? Doesn't make sense to me. 
Games with gold this month, we have got a few, which is inside uh, coming uh, next month. Big Crown Showdown. And on the 360 side, we have Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, and Meet the Robinsons. Remember, uh, if you want to email in, you can go to myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. Um, I want to first and foremost, there is no emails this week, but I do want to p- say please, please, please do email in. Um, the show is going to change. I'm not sure what's going on uh entirely but things are going to change i am working on a lot of stuff i want to apologize again for this show being late this week obviously i want to try and get the show out as quick as possible but moving house and stuff like that getting this set up what i'm actually at currently um has been a lot of work and i I promise you we will be back to normal scheduling from next week um Plug, 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 as always. Let me plug Kresh, which is at Kreshnik Plays on Twitter. At Kresh, uh, Kreshnik, sorry, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kreshnik. And you know where to find me. Um, I'm still on a sabbatical, I guess, on Twitch at the moment. Just trying to get my mental health right and trying to uh, find myself. It's been a week. I have not found myself yet, even though people do DM me saying, hey, are you coming back now? I'm like, not yet not yet um i do miss it and i miss all of you guys so i'm thankful that i can even do this show um i appreciate all your time i appreciate your support and until next time i will love you leave you and see you all later goodbye <laughs>